This is Jesus in All of the Bible, a spoken gospel podcast. In each episode, we take a quick look at what's happening in a biblical text and how it sheds light on Jesus and his gospel. Let's jump in. 1 Samuel chapter 27 through 31. What's happening? Samuel's prophecy is about to come true. Saul's kingdom will be ripped from his hands and given to David, but David no longer lives in Israel. Saul's hunt has forced him to seek safe harbor with the Philistines, the enemies that have plagued Saul since he became king. At first, the Philistine overlord Achish believed David was a threat, but his prolonged feud with Saul makes him confident he can use David for his own means. David gladly fights Achish's battles, but only because they're Israel's battles too. Achish wants him to fight the same unconquered nations from the book of Joshua, and the same Amalekites Saul failed to destroy. David is shrewdly acting like Israel's king, even in exile and under enemy control. While David continues to act like a king, Saul devolves into an even more pitiful ruler. God refuses to speak to him. Desperate, he seeks help from an outlawed witch and asks her to summon the dead prophet Samuel. And to the witch's surprise, Samuel actually shows up to the seance. God uses the witch's false magic and Saul's illegal necromancy to confirm his fate as God's forsaken king. It assures the inevitable rise of David. The last two chapters of 1 Samuel then record two battles. David defeats the Amalekites like Saul was supposed to, and Saul commits suicide during a battle with the Philistines. The conflict between Saul and David is finally over. Where is the Gospel? The book of Samuel begins by telling us the word of the Lord was rare in Saul's day. And it was Saul's continued refusal to listen to God's rare words that earned God's silence and rejection. It's fitting that Saul's rebellion against God's words ends on the doorstep of a necromancer. The prophet Samuel told Saul that his rejection of God's word would lead him to the dark art of divination. Refusing to listen to God didn't mean Saul didn't want divine guidance. Saul knew that rejecting God's voice just meant Saul would look for a divine voice elsewhere. We are not so different from Saul. The voice of the Lord feels rare in our day, but most of us believe that the divine can communicate with us and we desire that. But by not trusting God's words, we might look for divine guidance in the occult. Or our guidance is some voice or desire inside of us that we feel we must express and act on. Following your heart isn't all that different from conjuring the dead. Both are choices to listen for transcendent and authoritative guidance outside of God's words. When Saul took this path, he conjured for himself condemnation from the grave. But the good news is that while we are desperate for answers from anywhere other than God, his word came to us in Jesus. Just as David faithfully listened to the Lord and won battles Saul lost, Jesus faithfully listened to God. And on the cross, God's word did battle with God's silence and won. The empty tomb speaks words of transcendent and authoritative victory to everyone who listens to God's word and his good news. 
Divine life and guidance isn't found in the tea leaves or divination, but in hearing God's words and keeping them. In Saul's day, the dead prophet Samuel came back to preach doom. But today, God speaks through our once dead but now living prophet Jesus, and he preaches eternal life. See for yourself. May the Holy Spirit open your eyes to see the God who is not silent, and may you see Jesus as our living prophet whose empty tomb speaks life to all who listen. Thank you for listening to Jesus and All of the Bible. This podcast is created by Spoken Gospel. Spoken Gospel is a nonprofit ministry dedicated to speaking the gospel out of every corner of Scripture. To learn more about our mission and to view all of our free resources, visit SpokenGospel.com.